Welcome to Riches in Christ Radio Ministry with Diane Kennedy. Please stay tuned at the end of today's lesson. We'll give you information on how you can acquire this week's tape, along with information about our weekly meetings and website. Now, here's Diane Kennedy. This week, we're working on a new series we've begun about the importance of becoming a regular, systematic reader of the New Testament. Now, I realize nobody wants to hear, you got to read your Bible, because we're all overwhelmed. We don't have enough time to do what we need to do. And most Christians, I've had people tell me this, perhaps you felt that way. Uh, people say it's boring. I don't get anything out of it. I don't understand it when I read it. And actually, I need real help. And the little bit I've looked at it, there's a lot in there that hasn't been very helpful. So I'm trying to get you over that hurdle by giving you some real practical instruction about reading the Bible. When I say become a regular, systematic reader of the New Testament, I mean developing the habit of reading the New Testament through from beginning to end without skipping around, without reading random verses, but reading all the way through and then doing it again. Read it all the way through and then do it again. Set aside 10 or 15 minutes per day or as close to that as you can get. Read as far as you can get. Don't stop to look up words. Don't get out the commentaries. Nothing wrong with looking up words. Nothing wrong with commentaries. You can do that at another time. Just read. Don't worry about what you don't understand. Understanding comes with familiarity. People often ask me, how did I get where I am in terms of reading of Bible knowledge? This is exactly what I did. When I became a Christian, I did not know I would end up in full-time ministry as a Bible teacher. I just wanted to know Jesus. And it was explained to me that the written word, the Bible, reveals the living word, the Lord Jesus. So I wanted to read it. I came from a background that really didn't say anything about the Bible. I, I, I had no idea. My brother led me to the Lord, and he said, We have a book from heaven. This is God's book, the Bible. And it tells us about him. It reveals God to us. And you need to become a regular, systematic reader. He's the one who told me, read it from the beginning to the end. The New Testament, from the beginning to the end. I'm not leaving the Old Testament out, but you'll get much more out of the Old Testament if you first get, if you first get familiar with the New Testament. The New Testament is actually the completion of what is prophesied and predicted in the Old Testament. That's a whole can of worms for another day. But here's exactly what I did. I was teaching school then. I decided to read on my lunch hour. I would close the door to my room, get out my lunch, sit down, open my Bible, and I started in Matthew, and I read as far as I could get. I had maybe 15 minutes a day to read. I read as far as I could get. I didn't worry about what I didn't understand. I didn't stop to contemplate. I just read. And then I put a marker where I stopped, and the next day I picked up there. And I did that until I read it all the way through. I did not understand 99% of what I read, but I didn't let that stop me. I trusted my brother. He was three years older than me in the Lord. I'm actually older than him in physical age, but he came to the Lord three years before me. He's the one who led me to the Lord, and he's the one who told me the book reveals Jesus. Well, I when I finished reading it through once, I asked him, what should I do? He said, do it again. 
I read it through twice, the whole New Testament. You know, you think, oh, it'd take forever. Well, you'd be amazed how much you can get read reading just even a few minutes a day. At 15 minutes a day, I forget now how long it took me to read it through the first time. But I got to the point where I could read the whole New Testament through in a couple of months. So in one year, that's six times. Understanding comes with familiarity. As I got familiar with it, understanding began to come. The second or third time through Matthew, I began to recognize, wait a minute, I think Mark talks about this also, the Gospel of Mark and the Gospel of Luke. And I could go and find it. This is how I got familiar with the Bible. The greatest gift you can give yourself is to become a regular systematic reader of the New Testament. If you will commit to doing this, you'll be a different person a year from now. As I said yesterday, I can give you names of people that accepted this challenge. Not just me, but lots of other people. And it changed them. Now, what I want to do for the rest of the week is to, is to give you some, uh, reasons why reading, I want to give you additional reasons as to why you need to become a regular systematic reader of the New Testament. I want to encourage you and try to, I beg you if it would work, please read the New Testament. In fact, that's the title of this lesson. But I just want to give you some information about what regular reading of the New Testament will do for you. The Bible's no ordinary book. It is a supernatural book that produces transformation. I don't know if you realize this or not, but the ultimate goal of salvation is transformation by the power of God. Through the supernatural power of God, administered by the Word of God and the Spirit of God, sinners are transformed into holy, righteous sons and daughters of God. This is how... Well, let me say this before I say that. Ultimately, the Word of God and the Spirit of God are going to restore the earth to a fit forever home for God and His family. That's a whole can of worms for another day. But my point is, through His Spirit and His Word, God is restoring His creation to what He always intended it to be. Men and women to holy, righteous sons and daughters. And at Jesus' second coming, He will speak the Word of God and the Spirit of God through the Word of God will make this earth new by freeing it from bondage to corruption and death. Whole can worms for another day. But if we look back at Genesis chapter 1, you're familiar with Genesis chapter 1, the first three verses. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. Lots in that we're not going to address right now. But my point for now is... That's how God created the entire material world. He spoke his word and the spirit of God moved and brought to pass what God spoke. That's how he continues to work in the world he created. By his power administered through his spirit and through his word. That's how we were saved in the first place. You got saved by the work of the Word of God and the Spirit of God. You remember in John chapter 3, uh, verses 3 through 5, where Jesus said, Except a man be born again, he cannot see 
or enter the kingdom of God? Well, in verse 5, he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water. Now, I don't have time to explain it, but I can, I can do it. That's a reference to the washing of the water of the word of God. That's not a reference to water baptism. I believe in water baptism, but we're not saved by water baptism. Water baptism is an outward expression of an inward change that has already taken place. He said, except a man be born of of water by the washing of the water of the word and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Then when we come over to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23, he says, Peter says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but by the in, but by the word, I'm sorry, let me start over. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. The word of God was preached to us that Jesus died for our sins according to the scriptures, and was raised again on the third day. We believed it. We bowed our knee to Jesus as Savior and Lord. And guess what? We experienced the provision of salvation. We were saved from our sins and born again. Transformation took place in our innermost being, and we were born again or born from above by the Spirit of God and the Word of God working together. Jesus is the pattern for God's family. It's God's will, according to Romans 8.29, that we be conformed to the image of Christ. Well, the new birth is the beginning of a process that will ultimately conform us to the image of Jesus or make us like Jesus in character and power. See, you were born again by the Spirit of God working through the Word of God. Well, God continues to work in our life after we're born again by His Spirit through His Word to produce transformation in the parts of us not directly affected by the new birth, to make us increasingly Christ-like. If you never expose yourself to the Word of God, this continuing ongoing transformation will not take place. Now, we could do whole lessons on that, but let me read you several verses. This is John chapter 6, verse 63. The King James says, My words are spirit and they are life. You've heard that. Let me read, this is Riggs' paraphrase. Now, in a paraphrase, they add words to amplify the idea that's being conveyed here. It's not a word-for-word translation, but this guy's interpretation is spot on here. This is just so good. Listen to this. All the words through which I have offered myself to you are meant to be channels of the Spirit and of life to you. Since in believing these words, you will be brought into contact with the life in me. That is so good. Riggs amplifies my words are spirit and they are life in this way. Jesus says all the words through which I have offered myself to you. See, you get to know Jesus better through his written word. He offers himself to you through his written word. The written word reveals the living word. He goes on to say they're meant to be channels of spirit and life to you. Since in believing these words, you're brought into contact with the life in me. The word of God will work in you because it's a supernatural book. People say, I need strength, I need peace, I need hope. Those are very real needs, but strength, peace, and hope come from the spirit of God and the word of God working in you. 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, And all of us, as with unveiled face, because we continue to behold in the word of God, 
as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are constantly being transfigured into his very own image, in ever-increasing splendor, and from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Paul wrote that as we behold the Lord in his word, his Spirit works in us to transform us into the image of Christ, to produce change in us. You know, Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. He compared the word of God to bread. Whole lesson there. But think about it for a minute. When you eat spinach, you don't worry about how it gives you iron. You just eat the spinach, and guess what? The natural element in the spinach, iron, is imparted to your body. The Word of God works like that. How does it strengthen you? You don't have to understand it. You just have to eat it, and you will be strengthened. We'll pick it up here tomorrow. Amen. You have been listening to Diane Kennedy of Riches in Christ. To order this week's teaching on CD, be ready for our number coming up soon. Diane teaches locally every Friday night at 7.30 p.m. near Highway 44 in Jameson at 4720 Jameson. Praise and worship is provided by Mercy's Child before each lesson. Riches in Christ provides a website at www.richesinchrist.com where you can listen to this week's radio lesson, download years of teachings and outlines, sign up for free weekly outlines, and order Diane's book, God is Good and Good Means Good. Friends, Knowing that God is good is the single most important thing to stand on when trouble hits. If you think the trouble comes from or is allowed by God, then you need this book. For information or to order this week's lesson on CD, call us at 1-888-739-6619. Please mention today's date. Our number again is one 739 66 19.